0: Knock at the Cabin is directed by M. Night Shyamalan and stars Dave Bautista, Jonathan Groff, Ben Aldridge, Rupert Grint, and newcomer Kristen Cui, Based on the 2018 novel The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul G. Tremblay, the plot follows a family vacationing at a remote cabin that are suddenly held hostage by four strangers who demand one of the three members of the family must sacrifice themselves in order to save the entire world. So, yeah, I'm going to be pretty real about this. M. Night Shyamalan, I mean, I think it's everyone's pretty widely known that his hit, his films are usually hit or miss. Um, You know, obviously some of the good being The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Visit, and Split. The Really Bad, basically all the other ones, but by far the worst ones being The Happening, The Last Airbender, and After Earth. His last two films he released, in my opinion, were also sort of disappointing. Glass and Old. Glass in particular was a fucking terrible end to a trilogy where the first two films, Unbreakable and Split, were so well done, and then he completely just botched the third one. I did, however, think this uh, film was a comeback uh, to mediocrity for M. Night. Uh, you know, definitely his best film in a few years. Um, this film is, you know, overall quite intense all around from the start. Um, the film and title are marketed as, you know, a somewhat scary film, but this film is far from a horror film. I would definitely go with more psychological thriller. Basically, the entire film revolves around, if you were in this position, do you believe what these four people are telling you, or do you trust what you know and think what they are saying is complete and utter bullshit? And can you handle what the repercussions could be if you are right or wrong in your opinion? Yes, I know, this is very deep. And you know, this film is actually quite a deeper film. It has that emotional pull. And the film does a good job of showing the journey of this family and same-sex couple uh, played by, you know, Jonathan Groff's Eric and Ben Aldridge's Andrew. From when they met, the adversity they have overcome together being a same-sex couple, and the moment they decided to adopt their daughter when, to up till the present day of them going on this trip to this cabin that they've rented. So you see how far they've come um, to create this loving family and how this decision on what to believe and what not to believe is so hard to decide. On top of a deeper story, um, the cinematography was also pretty decent, um, as it is in, you know, actually a lot of his films. Um, this was used like very well, um, The camera pans and interesting techniques also were done to do real close-ups of the actors' faces to understand their expressions in context of the scene. And some of these expressions are only, you know, only really shows nose down and, and the mouth and sometimes just the nose up and the eyes. And it's it's very well done and kind of adds to that depth I was just talking about. One of the camera moves I actually didn't like is obviously there is some death and there people die in this movie. And as with horror films or thrillers, you might've heard me say this before, I'm never really a fan of when the camera pans away from certain death scenes or kills um, and this film does do that but I actually did think it worked for once in this context because this wasn't a true horror film as I mentioned it's more of a psychological thriller um, and, and it did blend in overall with the cinematography and theme of the film if it was something like a slasher then I would have an issue with it right Dave Batista plays the character of Leonard and you know what he is actually really good in this film, and it is definitely his best performance to date. He really shows what range he might have in this one, and he demonstrates he wants to be taken serious as an actor, as you often see in his interviews. Um, he's not looking for those macho roles. It was reported he actually did turn down a role in the new Fast and Furious franchise because he's trying to get away from these Guardians of the Galaxy and, you know, uh, Army of the Dead-type roles. Um, his character, Leonard, is um, is a very soft-spoken uh, character, which is unique for a Dave Batista type character. And when he's trying to deliver this message... Um, He does it in such a calm yet cautious way, Um, but deep down, you know, the, the craziness of these people maybe not listening or not believing him. Um, Is driving him crazy. And you can see it in his face. Um, and he holds it in so well uh, to remain calm in these scenes. And he, and he, he played it really he played really good. I, I have to give it to him. Um, alongside Leonard, Jonathan Groff and his partner in the film, uh, Ben Aldridge, were, were really, really, really great in this film, too. They definitely sold it as being a real same-sex couple. Um, I, I've been a massive fan of Groff since his performance in Mindhunter, which was such a great show. And I didn't know much about Ben Aldridge par- prior to this film, but man, is his performance also impressive. Um, I have to say, though, apart from those three, they all are great. But the real scene stealer, opposite of Batista, um, is this little Asian girl um, named Wen. Uh, she plays the daughter of Groff and Aldridge, and um, you know she's just as curious as she is innocent, and you can feel. The bond that she has with her parents, um, and in how they're willing to do whatever they can to protect her from any danger that is presented, she has some really cute, scene-stealing um, moments, especially when she talks with Leonard um, about grasshoppers. I know it's a weird uh, thing to talk about, but you, if you if you see the film, you'll know what I mean. And um, she's very captivating in these moments, and I actually thought she did. Such a good job for uh, such a young little actress. If you followed most of M. Knight's films, you know that at some moment during the late second act, maybe third act of the film, there's a change or a shift in momentum in the film where that could be a twist, that could be a revelation, it could be something that happens. Um, and in that third act, it really takes off towards the climax Um, of the film and the conclusion of the film. And they all kind of had it. Um, I have to say this one didn't have as much as that. And it never really happens or hits, which is uh, an interesting take. And you know what? I actually thought it was kind of worked um, in this case. Um, So it was interesting that he did that. But as with a lot of, you know, M night films, they might have some really good aspects. Like I, I might've mentioned, but kind of frustrating part is with, you know, a lot of these films he does, he leaves a lot of plot holes and unanswered questions, and I know he does that on purpose, and I always expect a few of these, right, to be unanswered, but in this film in particularly, unfortunately for me, there was just too many for me to ignore, and you as the audience member when I was watching this theater, you're, you're kind of left talking with whoever you watched or, with or whatever to try and fill in a lot of blanks, but there was too many for this one. And, uh, it was just kind of a moment, like, come on, like, give me something here. Anyways, uh, I'm going to give knock at the cabin, a grade of a B. All right. Thank you for listening. There'll be more coming soon. Hope you guys enjoy. See you later.